fucking tired of this shit. What happened to my fucking civil rights? Why can't I go anywhere without being harassed? Get thrown out of bank. I'm a hostage. I get harassed. I go to the airport. I can't go through security without a random selection. Fucking random my ass. I nearly lost I my I bet job. you can get a cab, though. I guess that's one of the perks. <laughs> Put the ice on your face. Welcome, everyone, to the Twice Over Movies podcast. Today, I'm here with Fahad and Yusuf. And today, we're reviewing Inside Man from 2006. Denzel Washington, Clive Owen. It's a star-studded cast, Jodie Foster. Uh, so we have Denzel Washington playing a police detective. He goes toe-to-toe with Clive Owen, who's playing a criminal who's robbing a bank in Manhattan. Um, becomes a hostage situation, and the aftermath is somewhat complicated when a wealthy and powerful man has a stake in how the negotiations would resolve. All right, Fahad Yusuf, what's up? What's up, guys? <laughs> I love the modified version of this song because it introduces more bass, and it's it's yeah, it works. That's I think that's the the first thing I'm taking. Away I think from this it movie. is a slight remix, right? I actually don't know this version because there's like some British dude rapping on it, right? At, especially at the end, right in the credits, you hear British yeah in the version. credits especially. So I assume it's a slightly remixed version of the yeah original. Yeah, it was bumping. I love that opening and closing for sure. I mean, I I like the song. It was it was catchy. I'm not saying. Uh, we can talk. We'll talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about <laughs> yes. the actual movie, and then we can talk about the song, too. <laughs> this obviously is spoiler-free. Um, let's start with the writing category. I gave the writing an 85. I gave it a 90. I'm at an 85. We're all pretty close. What I found in the movie was there was never a dull moment in, with the writing. It was always playful and witty, and there were there was always like this constant banter going on between the characters, which fit all the characters neatly. I want to share just like this one gem that, that was there. It was um, the Sikh guy, and he was complaining about the discrimination and harassment by the cops to the black detective, who was Detective Frazier. And then he comes back at him real quickly, and he says, but I bet you can still get a cab. Yeah. Hinting at like, you know, the discrimination he faces. Yeah, I said that the writing was uh, pretty clever, funny at times, and very purposeful and engaging as well. So I I thought it was a pretty solid, well-written movie. I've seen this movie before, and uh, I probably didn't give it as much credit the first time around. You know, it is a Spike Lee movie, so uh, I think he does spend a good amount of time making sure that kind of the Spike Lee signature is in the dialogue. A movie like this, especially where, you know, this is a a heist movie at its core, right? But he makes sure to get Uh his signature in there kind of in the little details, uh, and that comes through in the dialogue a lot. So, yeah, you do get kind of that racial political commentary. Not the center of the movie, but it's definitely there, and, uh, you know, you can't ignore it, especially once... I think think probably it's more relevant today than it was when it came out, which was Mm -hmm. 2004, you said? 2006. And I think to go along with what you said, like... It's a signature Spike Lee movie, and it's a bank heist movie. I think something you can add onto that is that it's a dis- very distinctively post-9-11 movie. Yeah. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Particularly with uh, your boy Vikram Walia, dude, <laughs> the, the sick guy. Uh, yeah. He, he certainly feels that, right? Uh, that They make that pretty clear in that one scene. But uh, right. overall, yeah, you can definitely sense that there's a us versus them uh, kind of a palpable racial tension there so that is very well captured in the writing so uh, I thought that was one of the strong suits of this movie and I would say one thing about Spike Lee uh, he does go into the commentary a little bit of like of race um, but he does it in a tongue-in-cheek way it's not really in your face or anything so yeah like, his approach is very I, I like it but it's consistent too throughout like almost every one of his movies yeah um, and in some movies he focuses on race 
I think in this movie he mostly highlights class. So he yeah. he pit he pits um, blue collar workers against like the rich and powerful. And I think all the working class people in this movie are kind of united in that in a sense. Mm. Yeah, definitely interesting commentary there that uh, we can dive into more later. But I think that that was that was a point that was you know very intentional uh, in terms of where people kind of align. Their, you know, their their alignment chart is like all over the place. But yeah, the mm-hmm. the robbers and the victims and, you know, they don't they're not necessarily all on opposite sides of the spectrum. So that was cool. Right. Right. And it, it evolves throughout the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, so let's move on to the narrative. I gave it an 80. I gave it a 90. I'm a little bit lower on this. I gave it a 65. Ooh, OK. Go into yours because you're the outlier. I mean, I just didn't think that the, the, the plot was necessarily the, the strong suit of this movie. You know, a lot of the, the heist elements of this movie seemed about average to me. There wasn't uh, anything that really was substantial there. Uh, and I, I don't think it needed to be for this movie. But I, you mm. know, I, I don't think that that was anything really unique. It seemed kind of cookie cutter in a lot of ways. And I think that's what I remember from the first time I watched it, that the, the plot was a little bit cookie cutter. Uh, there's definitely gotcha. more beneath the surface here. Uh, but I, I didn't yeah. really think it came through in the storytelling. Um, I guess the direction was fine. So I, I probably could have gone a little bit yeah. higher. But I also felt kind of like the ending was a bit not in not not bad. It was a little bit flat, I guess I'll say. Um, I don't want to dive into that too much now, but let's save that for the discussion. The, uh... I, I would say more that like the flow of the ending of the movie was a little bit off to me. So not necessarily talking about kind of the plot developments, but just the way uh-huh. that it was presented felt a little flat. Gotcha. So for me, um, the movie sold itself as like this um, a crime movie, right? And I went into it thinking of it like that. So I enjoyed it for that reason. And then when there was that misdirection that it threw at us, I liked it even more. Oh, I was going to say, I like, I kind of agree with Yusuf that the story is a little cookie cutter and uh cliche i don't know but the direction of it the way it was presented i thought was very well done so that kind of pushed it above average to the 80 score for me Mm. also um a reason i justified the high score was the editing in this movie is perfect it was fast-paced and then it slows down when it needs to focus on the characters good point yeah I, i kind of lumped that with the direction gotcha gotcha which falls into narrative, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so acting. 85 for me. I got an 80. 95 for me. So you guys are pretty close. 95 because what was bad about acting here? I don't understand. Everyone was great. The only reason I didn't give it 100 is because of Jodie Foster. Not that she's a bad actress or anything. It's just... um. Her character was, I, I didn't like the character, I guess, or the way she played it, like super soft-spoken and sweet, but like stern. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, but that's the only like gripe I had. Otherwise, I thought all the actors were pretty solid. Even like the supporting cast, I thought, I mean, a little stereotypical, sure, but um, it's like highlighting the diversity of the city and like the, the crowd that was at the bank. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just, it was good enough, so I wasn't going to knock it for that. But obviously the star-studded cast that it is, I thought they were great. Yeah, there's so many good actors playing all these great supporting cast members um and the characters are all interesting for sure why i gave it a lower score than you for us it's because there weren't many i don't know dramatic moments like there wasn't a good range of performances most of the characters mm-hmm. played this like cool detached thing and then they were witty at the same time but there was never there were few moments where things got like heated especially coming from detective fraser right when he goes in like a fit of anger and then there's a little mm-hmm. bit with clive owen but cl- even clive owen's character played played it pretty cool and so that's why i kind of took it down a notch from like giving it a better score so okay. like in really characters study intense movies i'll usually give it a higher score because you know we do see like longer stretches of an actor giving dialogue or yeah mm-hmm. no, i get that 
It's reasonable. Those are the, the same kind of issues that, that I was thinking about a lot. Uh, for as you said, a lot of the acting was really solid, and, and I agree with that. They just weren't asked to do all that much. Uh, as compared to some other films, I think if I if I'm gonna give a 95 for acting, I just I I probably want to see something that like you know really sticks out to me and and you know catches my eye. Uh, here, mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything really deficient, but there was just a matter of how I was evaluating the the breadth of what the actors were being asked to do in this film. That's that's why I'm at an 80. I, I don't have a lot you know, negative to say about the acting, though. I mean, that's fair enough. All right, let's go on to the themes, then. Here, I gave it an average score of 70. I'm at an 80. I'm at an 82. There was a lot of critique of money and power coming from the detective, the robber, and even some from Madeline. There were definite themes of, like, class distinctions, working class versus white collar. And like we mentioned before, the film pits, like, it's two... It's two protagonists against the rich and powerful, which I think mm-hmm. is universally appealing, right? The underdog versus, yeah, David and Goliath kind of thing. Other themes going on in the movie. There was a mention of, like, you can't wash away your sins even if you do have all the money in the world. Because it's a Spike Lee film, obviously it explored, like, racial stereotypes and discrimination. And we saw that with the Sikh guy. We saw that with, we saw that with like, the treatment with, like, the white policeman talking about his experience of, like, a black kid drawing a gun on him right Mm -hmm. i mean the only one i would add to it maybe is exploitation like you have that one quote where it says if the streets are on fire buy property or something Ooh, yeah yeah Um, yeah if there's blood on the streets buy property blood on the streets yeah 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 otherwise yeah agree everything you said i the reason i gave it an average score is just because it was there but again like it's like a heist movie so I, i don't think like i think takeaway is a big deal for me when it comes to themes and since like it's a heist movie. It's not something that you're going to come out thinking about really unless you're really going in for that reason, which you're not doing for a heist movie. Yeah. So that's why I stuck with the 70. But I can see why you would go higher, too. So it's a heist movie that definitely doesn't intend to give you something to leave like thinking about, but it drops in like little things here and there. Some of the stronger themes of this movie, like they don't really fit with the plot that well. You know, like we talked about, like Spike Lee's always going to have that racial and political commentary in there. And that that commentary in a vacuum is good. I don't know that it melds with the you know the heist plot yeah. of the movie perfectly. And so mm-hmm. you know I, I I was kind of tempering my score based on based on that thought process. Uh, mm-hmm. The the one theme that does kind of really work well is kind of there's a whole concept of opportunism and and the cost of that opportunity or or you know at whose uh, expense you you are receiving opportunities so i mean i think that yeah. kind of fits through the characters arcs as well as the plot of the movie itself so i like that uh but yeah kind of a mixed bag for for themes there was a decent amount of depth if you were there looking for it like for us said you're probably not going to be slapped in the face with it or where you're thinking about that unless you're really looking for it okay let's uh move on to the final category aesthetics I was kind of harsh here. I give it a 60. I'm okay. with you. I'm at a 60. I'm at a 75. I guess I can mention how much I love the intro song and uh, the opening sequence um, to justify, somewhat justify my score. Um, so there were problems I noticed with the film. Um, there was a definite graininess to the film. I think that was intentional. It was kind of trying to achieve this gritty look, um, which went along with the major blue-collar themes running through the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow, watching it now in like 2020, the movie feels pretty dated despite only being like a decade and a half old i think you found that to be true too right for us yeah i definitely thought that this was the movie aged much quicker than you would expect it to Mm -hmm. while i like the song i'm not sure if i like the choice of using it like it doesn't fit right (laughs) 
It doesn't fit at all with the movie or any theme or like what the movie's about the story. It just it just sounds good, I guess. Or yeah, it sounds good. I, the beat kind of can get you going for like a heist movie. I can see that, but it's just you know what it felt like. Uh, it's a surface level thing. It, it serves as like a hype song. So yeah, cool. but like, the way I explained it to my wife was like this: like it's like when people get like a Chinese tattoo and they think it says like <laughs> enlightenment or something, but it just says something like water bottle or bucket. No, well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's what it kind of felt the like. Chinese tattoo thing. It's, it's supposed to be like you're supposed to mock it because it's people trying to be pretentious, right? But the song doesn't pretend to be anything. It's not. It's not about being pretentious. I think it's about. But that's what I mean. To me, that's what aesthetics is, right? Like they like the way it looks, or they think it feels cool, but they don't really understand the depth of it. No, but it should be purposeful. In my that's opinion. what I'm saying. I, I think here yeah. it sounds good and it feels good, but I don't think it really fits with anything that's going on. I I really do love that opening sequence. You get that opening. Uh, narration and then as that's kind of wrapping up you hear the song come in kind of dramatically and then you get kind of the pans across New York City and obviously there's 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 a sequence that kind of shows you know whatever the diversity of New York and all of that so it fits kind of in that way but in the end it really does feel like Spike Lee heard the song and he was like oh you know, I love the tone of this Indian song. I'm, I'm going to use this. And uh, he, you know, probably patted himself on the back that, you know, I, I used a I used a Bollywood song in the opening. <laughs> and like, it, just, yeah. it, it doesn't really, really work. I mean, I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it in terms of the, the sound of it. I love it. But it just it, it doesn't really make a smart choice here. Do you say that it's not a smart choice because, you know, and understand the lyrics? Is that where you're coming at it? Because the movie is supposed to be yeah. intended to a Western audience who won't who won't be understanding like the meaning, right? That's true. No, but if you're making the conscious decision to pick the song, I feel like it should be relevant. Mm. Yeah, I mean, may, may, maybe maybe we are playing into it a little bit because I, I know the source material. I know where that song comes from yeah. and what it's used for in that movie. So I know kind of the emotional, uh, you know, baseline of Disconnect. that song. And, and that doesn't really make any sense here. But I really do think, yeah. I don't know, I guess I'd be interested to hear you know, somebody who heard that song for the first time in this movie, whether they felt yeah. like it, it fit the tone, I, I don't know. But my guess would be probably not, or that it wouldn't really stand out to them that it was like a, a super well-fitting... So I read a couple of reviews, um, like from Roger Ebert and a couple others. Sure. They all seem to appreciate the song, just because, I don't know, they liked just it. Just because they liked it? I level. mean, I liked it. On the <laughs> surface yeah. level. So, interesting. Um, but anyway, let's not harp on that too much. I don't. I, I don't think the the aesthetics beyond that were like anything amazing either. I will say the rest of the the sound in the movie was not very impressive to me. It seemed kind of blaring mm -hmm. and um, a little bit aggressive at times. You know, they had kind of that. Was it? I don't know what instrument it was, but uh, it was. I think it was an orchestra actually, kind of doing the the main theme of the the song. And every time there was kind of a dramatic turn in the plot, you hear that really that really loud kind of the you know it's the the, the horns coming in right and okay. um mm -hmm. it, it was way too loud to me so maybe that's just like a sound leveling thing but it just it felt kind of dumbed down because it signaled what's coming foreshadowed too much every every, okay. every time they were you know opening a door of a safe or something you hear the dun, 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 and it was it was just <laughs> yeah it was it was a bit uh too invasive in terms of the, the the viewing experience i guess gotcha i honestly didn't notice the sound design of, of like that okay, so i agree 100 percent with yusuf here because i actually like the visual appeal of the movie quite a bit like it's very well done and it's very uniquely uh spike lee as well 
but the music is what pushed me to go under the average of 70 and give it a 60. And it's not even so much about that intro song. That's obviously part of it. Yeah. But in general, overall, the music was just way too uh, heavy hand use, you know, just too, too aggressive. So I didn't notice the music. I guess that's why I gave it a higher score than you guys. If I had, I might have agreed. Let's talk about the camera work because it was pretty interesting, right? A lot of unique Spike Lee shots. There's that one shot that he does where Denzel's floating and the camera's following him. Yeah, the floating dolly is what he calls it or something. Yeah, and I read more about that and he seems to do that in a couple of his films. And there were some interesting like camera angles that were, some worked, but then others didn't and it came across as like amateurish, but most of them worked, so I gave it a decent score. All right, as, let's just summarize up our review here. Um, Fahad, you seem to like this movie quite a mm -hmm. bit, and then I'm kind of in between you and Yusuf, and I mean, it's still not bad. I mean, even Yusuf, his overall tally comes out to a 74, but clearly our highest category is uh, writing and acting. Writing and acting so we yeah. kind of like that a lot. It averages out to an 87 between us three. Okay. And then narrative, we're kind of in the middle of 78, and our aesthetics is probably our lowest one. So my overall score is a 74. What about you two? Mine's 80 and Fahad's at 84. Okay. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's a decent clip below you guys. Um, again, I mean, it's a, it's an above average score, even if slightly so. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that fits with how I feel about the movie overall. So, I mean, generally speaking, writing and acting is on point. The narrative's pretty solid. You'll enjoy it for those things. Maybe the themes aren't that great and the aesthetics are not that strong. But that wraps up the review. <laughs> I'm going to have that in my head all week. Jeez. Yeah, for sure. It's been in my head for the last couple days since I watched it. Thanks for listening to this production of The Twice Over. If you haven't already, subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcast. And remember to support us on Patreon or by sharing the podcast with a friend. Feel free to contact us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at The Twice Over. Or email us at comments at thetwiceover.com. All of the music you heard is from Amerigo Gasway. Check him out on Bandcamp and Spotify.